Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're talking about when you should retire as a federal employee to get the most out of your annual leave and to keep as much as you possibly can of it from Uncle Sam, right? To save as much in taxes as you can on that to keep as much as you can in your own pocket. If you are new here, welcome. Great to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees just like you every single day to help you guys get the most out of your benefits and retire confident. So today we have a question which was submitted by one of you folks. And if you have any questions yourself, there is a link below in the description to submit those and we will cover them on a future episode. But this question goes, they say, should I retire in January so my annual leave won't increase my taxes? This is a great, great question. And let me break it down for you. Number one, you don't have to retire in January. Well, let me let me back up actually. The reason they're asking this is because people assume that they don't want to get their annual leave at the, let's say in December, the year they retire, because that would pop up their taxes, okay? That's not always true. It could be true, but not always true. So with that background, let's start with this, is often, if you retire at the end of December, it takes normally a pay period or two for you to actually receive your annual leave lump sum payment. So if you retire at the end of December, you won't actually receive your lump sum payment until into January, which means you won't pay taxes on it until that that new year. It'll be jumped into the next year. So you don't have to retire in January for your annual leave to be paid in January. If you retired in January, you may not get your annual leave until February, right? There's a lag. It takes a pay period or two for it to get processed. So again, if you retire at the end of December, then your annual leave will get paid out in the new year anyway, okay? That's number one. Number two, as many of you know, most federal employees can only take 240 hours into each new annual leave year, okay? There's exceptions. Some federal employees can take more, but the average is 240. So if you retire in January and you have more than 240 hours, you may lose some of that, some of that use or leave, use or lose leave, you may lose it if you do go move into January instead of December. So keep that in mind as well. Also, let's put some little context around all of this, is many federal employees, and you're probably one of them, are in the exact same tax bracket in retirement as they are while working, okay? So basically what people are doing is they're stressed about all this, like, oh, should I take my annual leave this year or push it till next year? What should, you know, what should I do? But in reality, if, you're, if your income is identical in retirement as it is while you're working, which most federal employees, that's the goal, right? Then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? If in, let's say, 2023, your income is 100 grand, and in 2024, when you retire, it's 100 grand. Well, it doesn't matter when you take your annual leave because it's basically the same, right? It's basically the same. Now, um, many people do legitimately have lower income in retirement, but for most people, the goal is to be about the same, right? Most people don't want to drop in lifestyle. Um, obviously, there's some exceptions, right? However, that, that's the goal for most. So many people realize when they actually do the numbers is they're about in the same tax bracket in retirement anyway. So it really doesn't matter what year they take their annual leave lump sum. What time, what basically what part of the year they retire, it, it doesn't really make that big of a difference, okay? Now, one thing to keep in mind always when picking a retirement date is you want to retire near the end of a month just because your pension is payable on the um, the beginning of the month after you retire, okay? So for example, let's say you retire December 31st. 
Well, your pension is payable January 1st. That is the beginning of the next month, okay? But if you retire on January 1st, then the beginning of the next month would be February 1st. So there's more of a lag between when you retire and when your pension is payable, okay? So keep that in mind. Whenever you pick to retire, you want to retire near the end of the month. That's going to make a pretty big difference, okay? Now, whenever we're talking about annual leave and pensions and when it starts and all these things, we have to keep in mind these are all relatively small variables, okay? Your annual leave is nice, but it's a relatively small variable, the biggest thing I want you to focus on is when do you want to retire? When are you first eligible to retire? Can you afford to retire then? And maybe maybe it's in the middle of June, right? Instead of December. Retiring in the way and how and when makes sense for you and your situation is often way more important than trying to optimize these small little things like annual leave and, and other things, okay? Keep that in mind. If you really want to optimize annual leave, knock yourself out, do it, right? Just understand that you're probably not talking about very much money um, in the grand scheme of things. So keep it in mind, if you're comfortable to retire earlier, maybe do it, right? Think about it, right? Think about it. So I hope that's helpful. Again, if you have questions yourself, there is a link below to submit those and we will cover them on a future episode. Thank you for spending and investing your time here with me. You will not regret it and you will see the fruits when you see all the knowledge that you learn about your retirement and be more and more comfortable about retiring for yourself. So. Hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.